Hi everyone, welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. Okay, I did so many testings before this recording, so if the audio is bad on this, I I can't. I just, I need to get a professional then because I literally, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I just like moved knobs and just hoped for the best. And then I would like upload it on my computer and I would listen to the sound and then I'd adjust things. Seriously, like if it's not perfect now, I'm going to be, I just, I can't do it. Uh, So let's, uh, let's hope that this is perfect and that you can hear me clearly and that I'm not so freaking jumbled like last week. Oh my gosh. I loved, loved the episode. I love the book that we're talking about, but that audio, oh my gosh, I would not have blamed you if you like listened to the first couple minutes and then we're like, no, 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 I can't do this because it was rough trying to edit it. Like I felt so bad Uh, but I just, I didn't know, like, (laughs) I didn't know that the audio was like that and I'd gotten through my whole episode and it was late and I just, I wanted to get an episode out to you guys because I hadn't had one the week before because of COVID. And so like, I just, I was like, you know what? There's going to have to be a crappy episode, like a crappy audio episode because I just, I wanted to get something out, but And I want to, anyways, you get it. I feel terrible. And hopefully one day I can re-record that episode so that uh, we don't have that to look back on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Uh, So I almost just coughed there, but I'm doing so much better. Uh, I still don't have my smell and my taste all the way back, but every day is, it gets a little bit better. So that's the only really like, lingering thing about COVID. Uh, I do have a slight cough still. Um, and over the weekend I lost my voice, which was strange. Um, but I'm thinking it's going to be like a mixture of allergies as well. So we love that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm feeling great. I'm back to work. Uh, I actually am working from home this week though, because we had another COVID scare, uh, with the other half of our office. So where I work, like half of us got sick at the same time. And now a couple weeks later, uh, the other half is now positive with COVID. So we are working from home this week, which I'm not mad at it. I actually get a lot done at home. And of course, Romer, my, my puppy dog, he enjoys it a lot. So um, I got this new thing. I'm just going to, you know, give a little update to you guys first. Uh, I got this new thing called, um, why am I just forgetting it? Oh, Furbo. The Furbo. I think I have like the really, I didn't just get it. I just lied. I got it a couple years ago, but we like literally have not used it. Uh, so I brought it over to North Carolina with me. And so I started using it for the past couple of days and it notifies me every time that Romer barks, which it makes me feel bad for our neighbors because he howls. Like he doesn't bark when I'm gone. He howls. Like, and it's random. It's like every five minutes or so, he does this random howl and then he's okay for a couple minutes. And then he does another howl. And he did that all day yesterday. And I felt so bad for my neighbors because we're learning that our walls are kind of thin, like more thin than we want it to be. Like sometimes at night when it's quiet, I can hear my neighbors snoring. Um, That's how uh, thin it is. So Yay. (laughs) We love that. Hopefully, uh, we aren't in this townhouse for very long. I mean, we did sign a a year lease, but 
I'm hoping that maybe we decide to buy a house here. I don't know yet. Um, and then we can move out, but we'll see. It's barely the first month that I'm here. So, uh, we still have a long way to go. Everything is good over here. My husband gets here in a week and a half, which I'm so excited for. Like, oh my gosh, just not having your best friend here and like your partner in life, like, ugh, I'm just so excited for him to be here. Um, this next weekend, though, I'm going to Georgia. I'm going to see my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, and I'm taking Romer with me. We got like an Airbnb, so that should be really fun. Um, and just to get out and about. Um, last week I went to the Outer Banks, which was so pretty. And I didn't realize that I, I just started like driving around cause I, I still had COVID at that time. So I just wanted to get out of the house and drive around. And yeah, somehow I made it to the beach and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, and I realized I was at the Outer Banks. So <laughs> fun. Um, and I loved it and it was so pretty. I didn't see like any movie filming or like show filming. I think they actually filmed the Outer Banks show in like South Carolina. I'm not sure. I thought I saw something on someone's Instagram. Anyways, yes. Wow. There's my little life update for you guys. Hopefully the sound is doing great and hopefully everything sounds awesome. So let's get into this book because I mean that's why you're here. You're not you're not here for my life updates. Okay, episode 31. So we are going to be talking about Beasts of the Frozen Sun and it is by Jill Criswell. And this is actually the first book I've ever wrote wrote, not wrote, that I've ever read from her. Uh, and I enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, I will be honest that I've had this book in my Kindle library for probably over a year and I just have never, like, I'd completely forgotten what it was about. I just look at the, the title page or like the front cover and be like, oh yeah, maybe someday. And then I would just skip to the next book. So finally, like as I was going through, like as I was had COVID, uh, I made a list of books that I do want to read. And this was at the top of it because it had been in my library for so long. And so, um, I decided to read it this week and put it as an episode, which I, I am just going to go over like the bare minimums of this book because it's one of three. And so I don't want to give away too much, uh, I just want to give away enough to keep you intrigued, which I think this will intrigue quite a few of you um, because for the mother-sister standard, I give it like a five out of five for both of them. I think they both would really like this book and it's very, it's clean. It's like a barely a one on the spicy scale, but it's intriguing enough that I was entertained by it. It's a very good story. Like it's very Viking based. Like, uh, each of the clans, I mean, I think the same clans on the same island, like worship the same gods and goddesses. Um, but each island has their own like deities that they worship. And so there's like some frost giants in this. There is like Viking. It's just kind of in that type of world, uh, which I love Viking. I watched the show Vikings. I watched 
all of those types of things because they just intrigue me. And I, I'm pretty sure that I like come from the Vikings. I want to say that I do. I probably don't. My mom's probably like, what are you on? Like, we are not even like, we're not even associated with Vikings. But in my head, in my heart, we are. <laughs> so that's what counts, right? Uh, I want to say I have Viking blood in me, but I don't know if that's like a good or bad thing because there are kind of awful stories about the Vikings. Anyways, we're going to move on from that. Um, but yeah, this is a very Viking-based book, which is interesting. And uh, it definitely kept me intrigued with the storyline. And I, I honestly, I give it like a three and a half out of five of how much I enjoyed it. Like I, I loved the story. I loved the storyline. I loved the world building. It was very good. And I was able to follow along with it. Like there wasn't so many details crammed into one book where I was like, I don't know what to think, you know, like the blood and ash book. I feel like when I was reviewing it to you guys, it, there was just so much detail that I felt like I couldn't even get it out myself or write things down enough to be able to explain it to you guys. Like that, that's the type of book that yes, while it's very good, it just has so much detail and it's so hard to really get everything out without you guys reading the book. But with this, it was very good. Like it was a very good storyline. I got the just of everything. I only had like a few questions throughout the book, but they were answered and it's open to like a second and third book, which to be honest, I don't think I'm going to read. I don't know. Like when I finished this book, I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely not going to go to the second book. I mean, eh, it was great. It was really great but it didn't hold my attention enough. But the more that I've been thinking about it the past couple of days, I think I will read at least the second one because I've been thinking about it a lot. And when I think about a book, I get like excited about it. And so to be honest, now my thoughts and feelings, I think I will read the second book um, because it does leave on a cliffhanger. It really does. Um, and there's another book that I'm going to talk about later in the episode that was the opposite, where it did leave on a cliffhanger, but I just have no desire to read the second and third. I think there's even a fourth book. Um, but we're, we're going to talk about that later on. So this, yes, I highly recommend my mom and my sister to read it. And if you're not into the spicy, if you like very, oh, not low, <laughs> low energy is the wrong phrase. And I don't know why I was about to say it. But if you like uh, very toned down spice, like basically no spice, like very mild, <laughs> that's the right word, then this is your perfect book. Like there's a love story and there's kind of a little bit of like tension um, and there's kissing, but nothing gets out of hand. There's no details at all. Uh, you do know that they make toast like later on in the book, but there's there's no detail at all, like no detail, very fade to black, which I know that my mom appreciates. So I think she would really like this story. Um, so yes, mother, sister approved. I liked it. The writing was great. Everything, everything was great. So let's get into, again, I'm only going to go over like few details, kind of the, the just of the story. I'm not going to tell you very many, uh, in-depth things because I, I want you to go and read it. And, um, 
and maybe I'll do like another episode about like the second book and then I can tell you more details about it. But I really want to just give you the basis of this story. Um, so we are going to follow two characters. It's mostly about Lyra. Uh, Lyra is the main female character and, um, she is the daughter of, or I guess the granddaughter of the chieftain of their clan and her father and her uncle are the commanders. So they command like the army and everything like that. Um, and she has two brothers. Um, they are both older than her. So there's yeah, she's Lyra. She is also a soul reader. Um, she, I guess they call him like the daughter of Alayra. She's, it's like her namesake or whatever. And when you're like blessed like that and have this, um, skill or, uh, power, I guess, uh, then you are considered like the daughter of this goddess. And she, since she is a soul reader, she just has to put like her palm on someone's heart and she can see their soul. So she can see like their, their energy, their memories, their hopes, wants, how evil they are, everything like that. And so of course her father takes advantage of that and, uh, uses her to like punish people. And it's just, not used for good. So when she was 12 years old, she was actually in the woods. Um, I don't remember why she was actually in the woods, um, but she was caught by some frost giants that were scouting the area. They wanted to know if they could raid. Uh, so they were just kind of like sniffing around. So they actually catch her. They take her back to the beach where this warlord is. His name is Draki. And he's very intrigued by her. So he's like, hey, bound her up. We're going to bring her back. Uh, maybe we'll get some like ransom money. And so this young guy comes up, bounds her, takes her on the boat and she's like really struggling. So she like, he has these very intriguing eyes. And so she's like trying to tell him in her language, like, please let me go, please let me go. And this guy, he takes her wrist and he carves this like flame into it. And we find out later that he is binding her, binding their spirits together so he can make sure that she's safe. Anyways, I'm kind of getting ahead of the story, but so he actually cuts her, her, uh, bound like her, the ropes and so, and pushes her off. And so she like goes into the water and is able to escape, but he like lies to the dragon Lord, like the warlord and says like, Oh, she got away. Like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. Making story. But the warlord knows better. He's like, Hmm, that's suspicious, but okay. Like we'll be back like to find her, like just kind of threatening the young guy. The young guy is Riker. So when he was younger, uh, I don't really know the age, uh, the warlord actually came into his island, like his village, and murdered basically everyone. And Riker had so much spirit and anger that he fought with all he could. And so the, the dragon men, that's what they call these frost giants, or dragon men. Um, they are the army of Drakai. Draki? I want to say Draki, uh, the warlord. And he's like, you know what? You have a lot of gumption. You have a lot of strength. Like, I'm going to train you. I'm going to take you under my wing. And Riker doesn't want that, but he knows he doesn't really have a choice. So he goes along with it. And he pretends this whole time to be this, like, malicious warrior. He is considered the sword of the dragon. And he just lets this, like, blackness cover him, like, just creep into his soul um but still like 
kind of being a good guy. Like, I think it was like 10 years later after like claiming all of these clans and just like ruin and destruction, the Draki comes to Riker and he's like, hey, I am going to make your your fleet uh, go and find that girl now. Like, you need to go find her. And so he can't do anything else. So he goes. When they're almost to the island, they get attracted they get attacked by the brine beast, which there's these huge beasts in the sea. And uh, they get attacked, their ship gets attacked and destroyed. And all of the soldiers die. And he's even dragged down into the water. And so that uh, I literally thought like, oh, is he dead? Like, hmm, how is he going to come back? So then it jumps to Lyra. She is now older, of course. Uh, and she's like helping her father condemn this thievery of this like farmer or whatever uh, and like condemns him to death because she could see his soul. Uh, so she's really upset about that later. And that night she goes along the beach and is just walking and she sees like these kind of lumps coming up onto shore. So she goes over and realizes that they're bodies. There's just all of these bodies littering the beach. And she's like, um oh okay uh so as she's walking along she's pulled towards this person and so she like turns him over and she can she she can see that he is injured um but he like starts coughing up the water and he opens his eyes and she recognizes those eyes and she recognizes him as the boy that let her go in the ship and she can feel it through that the wrist her wrist like that flame um scar she can feel that connection as well and he he can as well and so she like drags him into the shed that's like kind of close to their tent or whatever or wherever they sleep in uh their manor and she takes care of him and so he goes through like fever chills just everything really really bad but he she is able to heal him he doesn't well we find out later that he does actually know the language um but he had kind of forgotten the language of her people and so they are trying to communicate with each other and she realizes that he has this like rope around his neck so she goes to pull it and she sees that it's a pendant and it was actually her pendant that she uh it dropped from her neck when he like pushed her off the boat. And so he took that pendant and put it around his neck. And we find out that it is like a protection pendant. And so that's why he didn't die from the brine beast when he was pulled down into the ocean, that he had very minimum injury. And so they connect over that, which is, it's a nice story. Um, It's very like, I'm telling you, this is a very kind of slow burn almost no burn love story like you know that they are starting to really like each other but there's there's not much detail um but it's it's still like they gain a friendship and they protect each other and so i i think it was like maybe a week after he was really starting to heal uh she is at the castle and and there's a raid and it's the dragon men the draki like came after them um, because, I mean, he sent Riker's fleet first and then he followed. And so there's like this big war. I mean, not a war, just the big raid and a lot of are killed on each side. Um, One of Lyra's brothers is killed and the other one gets banished because he is trying to like 
later on trying to fight to be chieftain because he doesn't agree with like his uncle and dad and his grand the grandpa dies in the battle he gets exiled and so it's just her Jackie like leaves because they lost a lot of men and so he's like I'll be back for you uh, and then her father and uncle decide that they're going to make a sacrifice to the god of the underworld and the god of the underworld he basically takes over the father's body and makes all these bad decisions and like it's just treats her really badly um and so she is able to help Riker escape um and then they get caught and there's there's a a lot of exciting action like that's one thing about this book is that you don't get bored is because they're the the storyline progresses quickly but not enough where you're like wait what what's happening like oh we're this is happening now like it's a very good paced story and just when you're about to be like okay this is boring it's not (laughs) if that makes sense so a lot of things happen you find out um, a lot about their history and about how the history that they thought they knew is actually not true. And so you go through it with them learning about their history and what is true and what's not and how it comes into play on their beliefs and um, how they save each other and good people, bad people. There's like a twist at the end. It's like, I really, I really honestly enjoyed it. Um, if, if I didn't enjoy it, I would have just like stopped reading and I wouldn't have done an episode about it. So I genuinely enjoyed this book and I enjoyed the characters. Um, Lyra is not an annoying heroine. Um, she is very likable. She's very relatable. Uh, she stands up for herself. She doesn't take no crap, but it's not like a super aggressive, like I know better than you. Like it's, it's very good. Like this is a very good book I don't I feel like I've said that a million times uh I highly recommend it I really do so this whole book is basically trying to get away from the dragon um and his men and they're kind of chasing each other over this island and you meet like a new group of people and new friends new faces and yeah you just learn more and more about these different clans Um, and then, yeah, there's like some sad parts in it, but overall I, I loved it. So I definitely recommend it for sure. I also wanted to go over in this episode what I read during COVID because I had COVID for, I mean, I was home for a whole week. And so I, I read a lot of books while I was not sleeping. I was sleeping a lot of it. Uh, I was on TikTok a lot of it and I was reading a lot. So I wanted to go over the list of books that I was able to read, uh, and there's a couple that I won't go over because I do want to do an episode about them. Uh, And then I do want to talk about new releases that are coming up or have already come out because I'm really excited about those. Uh, So what I read during COVID, one of them is Demon Pack, which is... Uh, authored by Everly Frost and Jamin Eve, and they've done collaboration authors, like collaborations together before. And I usually like their books together. And this one was good. There are, I think all three of them are out, but this is one that I was talking about earlier that I am not going to read further. Like it was a good story and it was intriguing, but I just 
did not like the main character. I didn't like her. Like, she was just bossy and almost, like, not stuck up, but just very uh, aggressive and... I don't know what the right word is. I just didn't relate to her. I didn't vibe with her. I just, I didn't like her. And so I couldn't get through, I mean, I got through the first book, um, but there were some twists at the end that I was like, this is not what I thought it would be and not where I thought this story would go. Because you think of it's one thing that they're going after this whole goal, but then at the end, it completely changes scenery. It completely changes the storyline of what you thought it was, who you thought the guy was. Like, I was just so like turned off by it that I was like, I'm I'm not I'm not going to continue. So even now, after it's been like a, a week, two weeks, like I still hold true to that. Like I I don't want to continue reading that. Um, on the other hand, I did read a different Wolf book, um, and it's called Wolfed by Leah Stone. And I have read a lot of her books, and I do genuinely like her books. And this one was really, really good. Like, I was intrigued from the first page to the last page. And so I was so excited to read the next book. But I didn't realize literally until the last page that the second book doesn't come out until October. I was very angry. I even like sent a video message to my sister that I was like, I just read an amazing book and I can't even read the second one until October. And I'm so angry about it. Like genuinely, I felt anger in my soul (laughs) because I was so excited. Like, because I had just read the wolf pack one and was kind of like, or the demon pack one. And I was disappointed. And so I was like, okay, I'll read another wolf one. And yeah, this one hooked from page one, just hooked. So good. So if you don't mind waiting for a second book, like it really, it left, it. it's a good cliffhanger. Oh my gosh. It just, you're shocked. I literally, my mouth was open because I was speechless. Like the cliffhanger's so good. And so that's why I was so excited for the next one, but it's not till October. So if you are okay with that, I highly recommend you read that book. It's called Wolfed by Leah. Uh, The third one that I read is The Savage and the Swan by Ella Fields. And it was good. I really liked it. It is kind of spicy. It's not spicy until like the last half. Um, but it is a weird retelling of Beauty and the Beast almost. Like it has that vibe, but it's completely different. Like it has fae and uh, different types of fays. I don't know. It was just a book that I had never read. Like something that I like. I'd never read a book like that before. And I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, so, I mean, that's why I'm recommending it. I've even read it a couple parts of it, uh, again, because I really enjoyed it. And you can tell it was probably like a spicy part because I mean, (laughs) it was pretty good. Uh, so that one was good. And then I actually read, um, I've read this book, uh, a couple years ago and, as I was looking at this book that we just talked about with Vikings, I remembered this one. It's called Sky in the Deep by Adrian Young. And I remembered that that one is Viking as well. And so I read that during COVID and 
I forgot how good of a book it is. It's just so, it's so good. That one, I highly recommend. It's for mother-sister standard. Yes, absolutely. I would 100% recommend it for both my mom and my sister. I honestly, like I've told my sister to read it a million times and I still don't think she has. Uh, And I really want my mom to read it. It is genuinely a good book. It's almost like I don't know, <laughs> this probably sounds so silly, but it seems very adult. I don't know, it's not focused around like lust or romance or like things like that. It's around uh, this girl's struggles of like being a Viking and being taken serious as like a shield maiden. And it's it's a genuine story that I was very intrigued. And yeah, there is romance in it. Uh, when I was reading it, I really didn't think that there was going to be a romance, but I was intrigued enough to keep going. But like towards the end, there is a romance and I'm like, yes, like it's very good, very PG, but it's just, it's a good, deep story that is deep into the Viking um, beliefs. And I honestly was able to picture the world so good like as if I was in that world like just the storytelling was amazing the storyline was amazing being able to follow the characters and liking the characters and their struggles and rooting for them just 10 out of 10 seriously 10 out of 10 this book I recommend it is so good I honestly don't know why I'm telling you this because I should have just done an episode about it and I probably will like to be honest it is one of my top 10 favorite books and I I probably will do an episode on it eventually probably in the next couple months um, so if you really don't want to read it like just know that an episode will be coming but it is a very very good book And yeah, again, top 10 in my favorites, genuinely a good book. So those are the books that I read during COVID. And then these are some new releases that I just got notified for. Um, I get notified every day about like new books and everything because that's how much I love books. And I like to follow along. Uh, For the new releases on June, was it June 15th or June 18th? Uh, I don't know if you've seen in like the Kindle app about the series. Who, who I need to look who re, who writes it, but there there are three books right now, and the fourth one comes out June fifteenth. So it's Guild, Glint, Gleam, and Glow, which reminds me of like Tangled, Flower, Gleam, and Glow. You know what I'm saying? I don't sing very good, but. <laughs> You're welcome for that little like snippet of song. You now owe me $50 for that. Anyways, uh, the fourth book comes out and I have been waiting for it for a long time. But okay, I I don't know if I should do like trigger warnings for this series. I kind of want to do episodes about it, but it is, uh, I don't know if the word is heavy, but it, it's a lot. Like the first book, just getting to know this character and the life that she's in, because it's kind of a retelling of King Midas. Um, but it's very graphic, especially the first book. The books after that are very good. Oh my gosh. If, if I could just give you a synopsis of the first book, which maybe I will, I'll just give you like the synopsis of the first book in like an episode. Um, and then the other 
books are just so good. They're so good because it really gets you into uh, the a change of scenery, change of storyline, change of characters. It just, I loved it. So I actually need to reread them again because it's been a long time since I finished them. And I mean, the fourth book is about to come out. So that would be perfect timing to be able to kind of give you a synopsis of the first episode or the first book so then you don't have to read kind of all the graphic things that are put into them um because honestly I think like the first page like the king is having like an orgy like that's how graphic it is for the first book so it's kind of rough and I honestly wanted to give up a couple times during the first book because of how graphic it was um but I pushed through it I got through the second book became obsessed during the second book and then read the third book and now here we are with the fourth book so I just wanted to make you guys aware of that and then Tessa Bailey is about to come out with a new book it's called My Killer Vacation and I'm really intrigued because usually like her books are just plain romance and it's great I love it genuine romance books but this it kind of sounds like she's mixing in like a thriller and mystery with it uh, I believe the main character uh, meets like a bounty hunter and there's like this killing while on her vacation. And so it sounds like it's like a mystery and romance. I'm really excited to read it uh, because it mixes genres, which I'm all about. The next one is from Rachel Van Dyken. And I don't think I've done an episode about one of her books before, but I do genuinely like her books. And it's called Office Date. And as I was reading the description of it, it really reminded me of The Hating Game, which I really, really enjoyed The Hating Game. And there's actually like a, a movie on it. I think it's on Netflix now, but it was on like Amazon Prime, which I really liked. It was so cute. It has Lucy Hale in it. Uh, very cute. I loved The Hating Game book. And so I think I will read this like this Office Date one just to see how similar it is. And hopefully it's different. Um, but if not, it's like the haters to lovers trope, which I'm all about. I, I genuinely like that trope. And then the last one is called Set on You, which is by Amy Leah, which I've never read any books by her, um, but the cover just intrigued me. And I read like the description of everything. And it kind of, it sounds like there is this like, um, I don't know if she said like plus size influencer, like this book is about how she gets dumped and then she goes to the gym um, because she like, she works out. Um, but then there's this like firefighter and they have this qualm with each other. It sounds like a, like a haters to lovers trope again, or enemies to lovers, that's what it's called. Um, so I'm excited to read about that. Uh, it sounds relatable, not that I, not that I have a firefighter like telling me how to work out, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, I'm genuinely excited about that one. Um, and I kind of like doing this segment. I don't know if you guys liked it. I might want to do it in further episodes of like books that I read this week, but I don't know if I would have that multiple like that long list of books every week. Um, but if I read other books besides the one that I'm talking about in the episode, like I definitely want to talk about them as well. And then I, I really liked talking to you guys about like upcoming books about what I'm excited about. So I hope you like that because I like it and I want to continue to do that and add more of a freshness to the episodes because we're at 31. That's kind of crazy. 
So I'm so excited and I hope you had a good week. I hope this sound is good. Like, I hope you can hear me good because, man, that was rough. Like, I promise I am trying to be as professional as I can. Uh, So, yeah, I love you guys. I'm grateful for you. Definitely follow me on Instagram. I put all my updates on there. I'm trying to get more into my, like, Instagram page it's kind of hard having like the two pages, like my personal one. And then that one, I forget to post on the book one, but definitely rate and subscribe and tell me all your thoughts and feelings on Apple podcasts and Spotify. I greatly enjoy reading those, even though there hasn't been one, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It'll get there eventually. Um, but definitely rate because it helps me and I love doing this and I love talking to you guys and telling you about books. Uh, so I think that's about it and I will talk to you next week. Bye.